Bruce Newberry. The food dude. Hello again. Welcome to the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro on Anchor. We are podcasting to the world, and we've got a lot to get to today on this St. Patrick's Day weekend. We are going to talk a lot about Irish food. We're going to talk a lot about non-Irish food. And we have some, some Rhode Island food that we have to get to as well. So we will do all of that and give away some gift cards, some tickets to the Rhode Island Philharmonic, and we'll do it all while decked out in green. So that's what's happening today here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at Dave's in East Greenwich. And let me ask your first name. My name is Debbie. Hi, Debbie. That's that's not the first question, but it's nice to see you. Where are you from? Narragansett. Narragansett. Nice to see you here at Dave's in East Greenwich. You know how we have a lot of kind of unusual foods in Rhode Island? Yes. If I asked you for a food from Rhode Island that you had to explain to somebody from out of town, what would be the food that comes to mind that... Probably calamari. Excellent. Yes, calamari. We have to explain that to people. They don't They don't get it. Uh, you're, you're dressed in green, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to ask the question... Are you celebrating St. Patrick's or St. Joseph's or both? St. Patrick's. Excellent. Good for you. Well, I'm going to give you a, a Panera. Uh, oh, and a, a, where's a restaurant you've been to recently? Excuse or, me? Uh, restaurant? Um, Twin Willows Restaurant. That's a great place. Where did you have a Twin Willows? Of course, I had fish and chips. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I thought you were going to say calamari. But great. You know what I'm going to do? I would love you for you to try the Wilcox Tavern. Have you okay. been to the Wilcox Tavern in Charlestown? A long time ago. Oh, gosh. You have to go back and see okay, Mia. yeah. Yes, they have wonderful things there. Uh, here's a menu. Thank you. And we'll give you a gift card, and we'll also give Thank you, you so a much. Panera Bread Bakery Cafe gift card. And, and happy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you. You as well. Good to see you. That's a taste of what's going on here at Dave's Marketplace in East Greenwich as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day weekend all weekend long. And on this St. Patrick's Day, we are going to kick things off not far from where we're sitting here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro at the Waysider Grill on Post Road, where it is uh, St. Patrick's Day headquarters. Started Friday, yesterday, right on through on Sunday. And you talk about starters. You can start with Irish nachos. <laughs> yes. Fresh tortilla chips. I don't know if they're green or not, but they're topped with shredded corned beef, Monterey Jack, shredded lettuce, diced tomatoes, salsa, black olives, jalapenos, and sour cream. Or... You could start with Irish potato skins. The half, you know, baked with Monterey Jack and topped with corned beef and served with sour cream. Oh, my. And leave room for a corned beef sandwich, a corned beef Reuben, and so much more. We'll go through the whole menu during the course of today's podcast-only edition of uh, Dining Out with Bruce Newberry on Anchor. We're uh, asking our friends about local foods that you have to explain... And whether you're celebrating St. Patrick's or St. Joseph's, and here at Dave's we do both, we have Irish soda bread and Zapola. Yes, they come separately, but you can certainly have them together. and They're both baked by the bakers here at Dave's Marketplace. A taste of the Sardella's throwback menu is in order. Now, you have to wait a couple of weeks for that. 
because again this year, Sardella's Restaurant celebrating 39 years, Sardella's Ristorante Italiano in Newport. And proprietor Richard Sardella inviting old and new friends to Sardella's 39th anniversary celebration and to Throwback Thursdays. And this will be the four Thursdays in April. So that's the 4th and the 11th and the 18th and the 25th. Now these have sold out the past three years in a row. They'll open a little earlier each day, Sardella's will. And the idea is the 1980 menu at 1980 prices. So you're talking an appetizer for like two bucks. Mozzarella and carrozza. A generous portion of mozzarella cheese breaded then fried and served with Sardella's marinara sauce. That's the way it was described on the 1980 menu. Probably written by someone wearing a narrow tie or maybe platform shoes or something. Entrees go right back. The pasta primavera, the aliol, the pasta mussels. The original menu said imported pasta topped with mussels and a light tomato sauce. Even the original New York sirloin steak at the original price of $14. Now, that's the old, but it's a little ringing in the new at Sardella's during the throwback celebration this year because Sardella's will be introducing gourmet authentic pizzas from the new Imbriglio's Pizzeria Napolitana and Baking Company. Now, this is a real honor for the Sardella family because this is the Sardella family baking business that was founded in 1890 by Richard Sardella's grandfather, Ricardo Imbriglio. So you'll have to try an authentic Neapolitan pizza. Delicious. Limited reservations and all that. You can certainly call 849-6312-401 and you can visit sardellas.com. Follow Sardellas on Facebook and stay up to date with all of the goings on for this year's throwback at Sardella's 30 Memorial Boulevard West in Newport. Make sure you mention you heard Bruce Newberry talking about Sardella's. Well, on this uh, St. Patrick's Day celebration, we have a couple of traditions that we like to hearken back to, and one of which is had a lovely conversation with a cheesemaker who was on her farm in Tipperary. And I was sitting... Not in this Dave's Marketplace, but in a Dave's Marketplace on St. Patrick's Day, talking to Sarah Ferno, who makes the wonderful Cashel Blue cheese from uh, Kerrygold on her farm in Tipperary. Let us talk cheese on this St. Patrick's Day weekend, and let's talk about an uh, interesting artisanal blue cheese. It's called Cashel Blue, and it is from the House of Kerry Gold. We've been talking about Kerry Gold cheese all during the course of the hour here at Dave's Marketplace. And here to uh, talk about this Cashel Blue, which is uh, has a, an amazing story and an amazing taste, is the uh, cheesemaker, Sarah Ferno, who joins us from the uh, farm, the, the family farm near Cashel in County Tipperary, and uh, Sa- Hi, Bruce. Sarah. It's a pleasure to, to, to call you from Ireland. I've just come back from our local St. Patrick's Day Parade. Excellent. Uh, in the local town of, of, of Paschal, which is just 10 miles from the farm. So it's a, it's a fun day. We're, we're lucky to have had a national saint to give us an excuse to celebrate. Yes, it is, it is uh, just a lovely day. Is the uh, How's the weather in Cashel today Mild. for the parade? You know, you know that St. Patrick's is weather, uh, potato growing day. You have to you plant your potatoes on St. Patrick's Day, so you need a good mild day. 
Well, this would be good potato planting weather on this side of the Atlantic anyway. And, <laughs> and good grass growing weather indeed, which is more important for, for making artisanal cheese. Well, so, that's uh, it. That's everyone's it. happy. Everybody's happy, including the cows. Let's uh, let's start with the cows who graze on the luxuriant pastures that you're probably well, seeing out your window. Well, my heard of pedigree uh, Frisians, British Frisians, and uh, they're known as the, 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 they're registered as the pedigree Cashel Blue Girls. And uh, we've been breeding them since the 1970s now, and we keep uh, a herd of uh, 150 cows on the farm. Wow. And... Only their milk is used in the uh, Cashel Blue. And uh, lo- yes. locate Cashel uh, well, that, for that, us. That, that Cashel Blue came about as a result of wanting to do something on the farm with our own milk. So, indeed, that's the very rationale behind the cheese. Excellent. Tell us where Cashel is located. Well, it's in the region of Tipperary, which, as everyone knows, is a long way away, and that's um, between Dublin and Cork. It's a, it's a farming area just on the edge of uh, the Golden Vale, so uh, lots of pasture land, and, uh, but it's very much like a patchwork of fields with lots of hedgerows, and uh, uh, it's also a good uh, horse racing country around here as well. Really? Mm, Excellent. Yeah. And this, so, uh, yeah, no, there's a good fabric of uh, local community. I mean, my kids go to the local school, so just to give you an idea, uh, our closest shop is 10 miles away, um, but there's still there'll be like 120 kids in the local school only uh, a, a mile down the road, which is, wow. you know, rural life in Ireland is, 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 is strong and alive, and uh, we're delighted to be, to be part of it with the cheese as well. Well, it's lovely. Uh, the it, it just sounds so wonderful, and of course... Those who are listening to our chat here, Sarah Ferno, who have been to Ireland, of course, are longing to return, and it just makes us all want to just pick up and go over there and visit you. Uh, <laughs> I hope some of you make it this way. Well, we'd uh, certainly love to do that. Well, let's talk about this Cashel Blue Cheese, because it's a way to maybe have a little visit with you there in Cashel in County Tipperary. Uh, we've talked yeah. about the milk and the cows, but uh, talk about uh, how this cheese is made, and uh, let's talk about its flavor. Yeah, our cheese-making day starts sort of early. We work in open vats. Um, we work with uh, whole uh, cow's milk, so the, the structure of the milk will depend on the time of the year. So obviously if the cow is about to have a baby calf, it will be a little bit richer, a little bit fattier, and all those delicate influences will influence the flavor of our cheese. But to give you a broad background to Cashel Blue and what does Cashel Blue taste like, um, the, blue, the blueness is like a seasoning. Uh, it's a seasoning which we use to punctuate the flavor of our sweet, rich milk, but we don't want it to overpower. So it's a subtle blue cheese, which has character and flavor, but it isn't macho and strong and spicy. So therefore, you know, there's loads of people. Um, in Ireland, we like kind of like quite mellow, gentle flavors. So being an Irish blue, we're, we're a little bit more restrained. People are always surprised when they taste it and they go, you know what, I, I really like that one, and they're surprised. So, um, you know, that's what we do. We're, we're, we're about balance and uh, nice, uh, gentle, but uh, rich flavor at the same time. You know, flavors don't have to be big to be, to be, to have character, that's what we say. So we focus a lot on, on, on the maturation of it, and each, um, with, together with my husband, we select each, um, uh, vat of cheese, so each vat of cheese is, is 
hand-selected and graded and matured. So it's not about it being four months of age or three and a half months of age. We treat each bat and release it only when we think there's a, a good balance of creaminess, of a touch of a nice tang, um, and, of course, a nice uh, mellow sweetness as well. So for us, that's what, what's key to cheese making. It's not only capturing quality of our milk, but bringing it right through uh, into a finished product. Which, Wonderful. You know, which doesn't overpower, which is, which is a, a wide appeal. We're talking with Sarah Furno, second-generation cheesemaker. And the cheese is Cashel Blue, Ireland's original artisanal blue cheese. And Sarah is speaking with us from the family farm uh, near Cashel in County Tipperary. And uh, it's just so delightful to be able to talk to you about this, uh, this wonderful cheese. So all of the Cashel Blue cheese is made right there on your farm then. Yeah, no, my, like my, I'm second generation. My mom created this literally in the kitchen stove. Uh, up until very recent, up until very recently, we were making all the cheese in the yard of the uh, farmhouse, and we've now uh, moved to the back, just closer to the the milking parlor where the cows are. Uh, so yeah, no, we're the only people who make Cashel Blue, and the reason why we started was to provide a better future for our farm, and well, we hope to provide a bit of local employment as well, because farms yes. have always provided employment. Today we employ uh, 15 people, there's five of us in the family involved, and, uh, and of course great support from you know, a local team, team, team of people who have been working with us over a long, long period of time. Fantastic. We've uh, been sampling some of the other Kerrygold cheeses here at uh, our supermarket here in the town of... Good. Have you got Dubliner there? We have today? Dubliner here, yes we do. <laughs> good, good. It's always popular. It's uh, it's so good, and we're making a lot of friends with the Kerrygold aged cheddar today. Ah, yes. Yeah, well, it's all grass-fed milk, and I think it makes a huge, big difference. It does, and what's so interesting about uh, when you when you take a bite of this aged cheddar is that you get those those crystals, that uh, just bit of crunch yes. that you only it's, find um, in imported cheese. Nice maturity, and it adds an extra dimension as well. And um, do, you, do you like that, Bruce, that, that element? I do very, very much. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a New Englander, so uh, I'm partial to uh, cheeses from Vermont and places like that, but uh, there's nothing like an imported cheese, as particularly one that's been aged and that has that just bit of crystally crunch that uh, just tells you that the there's been some time that's been spent and that uh, it really just adds an extra dimension of flavor and a bit of sparkle to it. Yeah, just to get much more length something like that. And uh, you need a good, good pint of stout to go with that. Yes, no question. <laughs> or, or at the very least, a piece or two of Irish soda bread. Exactly, exactly. Have you got someone baking some for you at the moment? It has to be hot out of the oven. Uh, well, you know, we've got the next best thing. We've, uh, we have a, a, a bakery here at our market, at Dave's Marketplace here in Rhode Island, and the, uh, the, it's, it's the brown type of soda bread, and it's uh, been baked fresh, and everyone's enjoying a little bit of it. And oh, that's wonderful. I'm delighted. That's, that's really special to hear that. You guys are doing such a great job with, with food in the States, and... Uh, a really exciting place to be, I think, at the moment, and it's really exciting for us to be able to bring our cheese you know, all the way from the farm, and I, it just amazes me the reception it gets in the States, and you're great to feed back your enthusiasm on food generally now. No question. Well, I, I wish you could have been with us last weekend. We were in Newport, and there was a festival with Newport and Newport's sister city of Kinsale, which is uh, which is a long uh-huh. way from that's Tipperary, well, that's but a good, that's a good matching. Lots of good fish. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, seaport uh, communities, lots of uh, fishing, but a lot of farming as well. 
and yeah. the chef who was representing Kinsale and Ireland in the cook-off, it was kind of an Iron Chef, a smackdown kind of a thing, was uh, this uh, lovely, lovely lady named Christine O'Sullivan, who was the master chef. She was, on, she was in, she didn't win, but she was a, a finalist in the Ireland Master Chef on, on television. I think I heard whisper of this by uh, that uh, international birdie Twitter. Yes. It, <laughs> she, she did tweet. It, it was tweeted. I heard there was a, a storm cooked up in uh, Rhode Island. Yes. 